Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it's Dave here again uh, doing another Cinemile. I'm here with my wife, Kathy. Hello. And we're here with special guest, Tessa. Hello, Hi. Tessa. Hi. Uh, so Tessa's come over to our house to uh, watch The Bachelor um, with Kathy, <laughs> which, yes. uh, I mean, you could we could probably oh, do a whole... Bachelor sleepover. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, and it's, it's, a, it's an established routine now in which I get to do whatever I want uh, because the two of them... Oh, we're just, so someone's got a projector set up. Ooh. Oh, look at them. We're just staring into other people's houses. <laughs> um, yes, so we, I mean, we could probably do a whole podcast just on The Bachelor. Um, we'll do that. If, if we get audience demand, we will do it. So let us know. Yeah, let us know if anyone uh, is watching is watching The Bachelor because these two have a lot to we say. We know all about it. About it. So <laughs> I mean, it's we probably the... won't have time in the six-hour finale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that show is long. It's we long. could do a separate show. Yeah. Is every episode like an hour and a half? Yeah. 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 Okay. So we were just watching some some one of the the bachelor. What do you call them? Okay, we s- yeah, we won't talk about The Bachelor now because most people separate don't like episode. it. What? Well, I mean, me. We love it, but. It's um, like, I can sense the popular demand yeah. for this. But the main reason we've got Tessa on the podcast Oh tonight, yeah, we're going to a movie. Yeah, and we have yeah. Tessa because, well, she, aside from being our very good friend, she is Australian and we're going to see an Australian movie. Yay! And what is that movie, Tessa? Tell us about it's this because I know very little about it. Um, so Nicole Kidman's in it. Dev Patel is in it. Uh, it's directed by an Australian director. It's his first feature, I think. Uh, he directed a pretty amazing Australian miniseries called Top of the Lake. That was the um, one with the woman from Mad Men in it. Elizabeth was it? Moss from Mad Men. There you go. A, yeah, like murder crime. You know what you're talking miniseries. about. It's so good to have someone on the podcast who knows what they're talking um, about. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited about this one. I feel like it's going to be a goodie. It's there's a lot of awards buzz for it. Um, I think it's meant to be fairly optimistic. I don't think it's particularly downtrodden, but yeah, I'm well, looking sadly, forward to it. I found out how it ended. Well, it's a true story. So it's spoilers story for the truth. I'm not going to say... Based on a book. Um, oh, it was a book as well, was it? Yeah, so it was a book. A memoir. Yeah. I'm pretty sure um, that's not how you say that word. <laughs> which then became a 60-minute story in Australia. Um, I think in about 2012, 2013. And now they've made it into a movie. Cool. Um, and so mainly we need Tessa to judge the Aussie accents. <laughs> Dev Patel, I thought he sounded good in the trailer, but you never know. Yeah, what are you? What are you feeling, Tessa? What's your feeling? I from think the his accent sounds amazing. I don't think Rooney Mara, who plays his girlfriend, I don't think she is meant to be Australian. Okay. She's the only fictional character, I think. Um, oh, so then I think you she's just got a, it up a bit. I think she's got yeah, an American accent. 
what, oh, and no. what about Will Nick? she have the fringe from Carol? That's what I need <laughs> to know. Because that was an incredible fringe. <laughs> Quality fringe. Yeah. And what about Nicole Kidman's accent? Well, it's questionable. Sometimes. <laughs> 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 and is it in um, so right movie? Because it was shot in Australia. It's an Australian director. Yeah, they shot it in te- between Tasmania and India. So I cool. think, yeah, I think it's basically in two halves almost. Oh, it's Tasmania. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and I guess we should say for anyone who doesn't know what the movie is about. Oh yeah. Um, I, I guess well, from what I understand, it's a um, a boy who who went missing from his hometown in India. Essentially, got lost, and then um, he didn't. He was so young, he didn't know where he was from uh, or what town, and he was just got separated from his parents. No, he ended up on a train across India. Oh, that was out of India, and he couldn't speak the local dialect didn't know what the town he was from was called didn't know his family name um, so he gets taken into an orphanage and then adopted out to an Australian family and then attempts as an adult like 25 years later to retrace that train journey uh, to find his family I hope okay. it's good because it's often these like this isn't quite a biopic but often movies based on memoirs and stuff can be a bit like what was that word memoirs they can be a bit a bit stayed or a bit saccharine or I don't know they don't always work for me but yeah. I feel like this one will because it's such a beautiful I'd say I mean we've been to Tasmania it's so beautiful obviously India looks amazing on screen so it's going to look fabulous and it's a really good cast yeah yeah I'm and feeling optimistic about yeah, this yeah I'm feeling really optimistic alright so what's the minimum amount of tears that will be required for this to Achieve. I mean, I never cry in movies, but so maybe you I'll never cry in movies. Cry. No, you I never to. cry in movies. What? what is your heart made of? The only movie I've ever cried in is My Girl when she reads the poem about the woman. Oh yeah, uh, he can't see without his glasses. Yeah. That's not her poem, Dave. Oh well, yeah, but that's what she says. Yeah, but that the poem is when she's in the classroom. He, the teacher. he can't see without his glasses. Anyway, Put his glasses on. We're getting off track. Yeah, we're getting off track. Well, I'll cry at least ten times, I reckon. All right. It's freezing, like it's freezing. we're like dedicated. Let's to wrap this up. We're nearly. Tessa, stop watching the Bachelor <laughs> to come out for this. Intro. Yeah, so it better be good. <laughs> yeah. Things get long here when we got a guest. And All Tessa, right. does it feel strange to be on the podcast, being such an avid listener? Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel starstruck? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, starstruck. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe that you're actually meeting us in real life? <laughs> it must be weird for you. It must be weird. Yeah. Hey, she normally yeah. with you. She normally only hangs out with us like on our sofa. And the Bachelor meet? tonight's just. Yeah, too good. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in approximately two hours. Bye. Bye. That won't be that long for you. Maybe I'll just put like filler music in for two hours. You You can experience the movie. Okay. bye. Bye. Do you have any idea what it's like? How every day my real brother screams my name. I always thought that I could keep this family together. I need you, Saru. What if you do find home and they're not even there? And you just keep searching? I don't have a choice. What was she like? Beautiful. Every night I imagine that I'm walking those streets home. And I know every single step of the way. Whisper in her ear. I'm here. Okay, so we're just out of uh, 
lion. I need to compose myself <laughs> for a second. I've been weeping uh, for 20 oh solid my God. minutes. <laughs> I don't think I've cried so much in a movie in a long time. We, me and Dave cried so much and I heard everyone in the cinema crying and then I turned to the monster Stony face Tessa here. <laughs> Un- <laughs> unbreakable. I was just my Maltese. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Can we address the, the, Are you the, real, killer? the real crime of the movie? Which was Kathy's uh, timing <laughs> as to when she eats popcorn. The pinnacle emotional scene of the movie. And <laughs> Complete CC silence. Goes in about four times. Like for the punctuated <laughs> popcorn bag in history. You bought the bag. <laughs> yeah, but you, you you should know when to open it, and it's not when Nicole Kidman is like pouring her heart out um, at like this pivotal moment. Scene. That was an Oscar monologue. <laughs> Yeah, but I suddenly realised I was really hungry, and I was like, "Oh, anyway." Um, okay, so I um, how loud it was. well, let's let's go to Tessa first. Let's get the the Australian point of view. Yeah, I really liked it. I had very high expectations. Um, I think the pace was a little bit off because I did notice myself getting well conscious of the fact it was slow at certain points, which is never a good sign. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, yeah, I think the end. The last third was stronger. The, the first and last third were the strongest. Kind That's of. pretty much exactly what I wanted to say. Uh, I completely agree. I think like that first... The, I mean, the first third of the movie I just thought was gr- so gripping. Like The story is just fascinating. And they put you... The director puts you right there with that boy. Yeah. Like You just feel every moment I mean, of that journey. And it's terrifying. So that little cute. kid actor is... Excellent. He's the best kid actor I've ever seen. Yeah. And I, I don't know if a lot of it was... because I mean, he was so cute, right? Like, he's the cutest, physically cutest thing I've ever seen. But he's, he was such a good actor as yeah, well. So, like, good. so much of it was without words. Good, no? Oh, God. My heart broke. Yeah. My, my heart was breaking for that first third of the movie. And, like, um, it's, and it's surprisingly dark. Like, there was a real darkness oh, yeah. and underlying darkness for a PG movie he was really under threat the kid the threat yeah. was very real very palpable uh, several times and um, but yeah as, as as you said the end I mean the payoff was sensational yeah uh, what, what about you Cathy which is impressive given that you know that that's how it ends like I knew that's how it ended and I was still like quite taken aback by how powerful it was it's just because they brought you on this journey and you, even when you know where it's going it's the um the emotion like yeah I was overwhelmed um, yeah so I thought that it was what I loved actually and I wasn't expecting to spend so long in the movie in India with the young boy because Dev Patel's such a big name and I knew it was an Aussie movie I thought he would be in most of the movie I was really pleasantly surprised that actually it wasn't and that's how I got so invested in it because you really felt like you knew the kid and you felt like you'd lived his horror and you just felt like you'd lived the journey and you you just felt every minute of it. So then by the time we got to Dev Patel as a grown-up, um, I felt really invested in him. He almost didn't have to do anything. I mean, yeah. he's a fantastic actor, but I already bought it. And then... I mean, just raising hello. the girly question too. Yeah. Has when he, he get gotten so very attractive? Yeah. <laughs> I was I would say. shocked. He's I mean, obviously he's like six foot three, so <laughs> I mean, but he's gotten very attractive. He suddenly skins. blossomed into a man. <laughs> he had a total hot bod, let's yeah. face yeah. it. I think the last thing I saw him in was Best Marigold Hotel. Yeah. Which he's like fine in, but this was... 
physically I he actually, was transformed but also he's such a good actor like there's yeah, large chunks of the movie where he's looking at a computer screen and was yeah. completely moving me in that yeah he was he was excellent in it and but his I, Australian accent spot on yeah oh. his accent wasn't it as Top expected marks. slightly better than Nicole Kidman <laughs> um, I, I yeah, want to talk about Nicole Kidman I love seeing her in a supporting role like that yeah, I thought she was really good, actually. Yeah, I yeah lovely. I that dynamic when they first bring Saru home is probably my favourite part. Oh, that was beautiful, yeah. Just like how, yeah, how challenging that would be to, you know, have a child in your house who, you know, is yours forever and doesn't speak the language. Yeah. Like, it would be a very hard thing to go through, I think. And David Wenham, my favourite actor. I did yeah. not know he was in it. Yeah, he's excellent. And he's in Top of the Lake, so it makes sense. It's yeah. crossover here. It did look very in the style of Top of the Lake like I'm not surprised it's by the same director well let's talk a little bit about the direction because I, th- I I thought it was beautiful the movie yeah. the, the, the cinematography in both uh, India and Tasmania was stunning there's a real yeah. sort of um, stillness to a lot of this there's a lot of, it's, I mean, the movie is all about landscape it's about studying geography yeah. uh, and I think there's a, it they starts off really straight well. away with some beautiful topological yeah. uh, sort of top down shots to um, play the devil's advocate slightly I think they're such different landscapes anyway that the contrast of the two is yeah. amazing anyway yeah. it helps didn't it so that helps and um, did you think that um, the way the director chose to tell it I thought was so interesting because the director really had us retreading retreading Saru's steps quite a yeah. lot so yes. by the time so we kept seeing the kid going down these same streets. Then we, when we saw it on Google Maps, like we recognised the streets. And then when Dev Patel finally goes on those streets, you like your heart's in your mouth because yeah. you're like, oh my god, I really felt like the invested way he, in it. The way he visualised memory, yeah, playing out was you felt. I mean, we've all sort of felt that feeling of nostalgia when you go to, you know, you revisit yeah, your old and the primary thing with the school smell or and those like sweets. That. Like he obviously yeah. smells the smell yes. of those sweets. That so he real, like so badly to be able to afford as a kid, Aww. that then just in front of him and his friend's house and in Hobart, like 30 of them. That's it such kind a of I guess moment. starts his whole this whole quest to try and find home. What did you think of um, the kid, like the actual character, the, the kid himself? I was so blown away. He's five. He's so industrious. He's so clever. He's got self-preservation. Like he lives on the streets for two months in yeah. Calcutta. Um, I, I would wonder I'd be interested to read the book or read kind of the facts versus reality because at one point um, you know there was certain threats hinted at about the kid and I wondered if those scenarios actually happened or if they were being embellished no I think I mean yeah I think they did happen from everything that I remember about the 60 minute story he remembered that period of time really really vividly as you would because yeah. that's been so horrifying. a traumatic yeah. time yeah. which makes sense Given, yeah, exactly. That was so traumatic. Okay, yeah. So we should go to Spoiler Street now, shouldn't we? Uh, no, I don't. I think we can still talk a little bit generally, unless unless there's something specific you yeah, want, want, want to talk, talk about. specific. No, no. I'd rather talk. I have a couple of things to say first. Oh, okay. Um, couple of criticisms. Ooh. Um, I think. You bastard! You want to criticize? <laughs> well, that no, movie? no, no. Okay. First of all, look, can we all agree? I think I think that was an excellent movie. Yeah. I think it was beautifully beautifully directed yeah Yeah, completely worthy and the fact that it's Australians of bonus yeah Yeah. and Um, it wasn't at all like oh boring biopic it was just just incredible no because the story is just so fundamentally powerful yeah I think great performances beautifully directed um so just I think just top notch but I'm kind of with you with you Tessa if I am 
to be a, a little bit negative. I think that the the middle kind of lost me a bit. I think you, yeah, there, the that drives. jump to to the that twenty year jump is a little bit hard to adjust to. Yeah, and it does sort of pick up again. But and my, I think my, having it in text almost made it worse. Like I think. You don't really, we didn't really need it. We get it. It's Saru. We know it's that much later. They're calling him Saru if you wait two minutes, <laughs> yeah. if you're confused. Like, also, yeah, like we know Dev Patel is the yeah. star of this movie. I think my main criticism is that I felt like Rooney Mara's character didn't really add yeah, no. she felt much fake. to it. But is that because I mean, Tessa told her she was fictionalised? I wonder if that yeah. was influencing No, <laughs> poss- possibly. But I felt, like, I felt like her character really was only there so Dev Patel could have someone to talk, talk to. to well they yeah. needed a plot device they needed yeah. they needed him to have a sounding board and a friend or a partner to, to talk to right so like fair enough yeah and fine don't... and she, she look she's a good actress and she she did They've a good chemistry. job with what very little she had oh, um, see but... I kind of disagree on that note I mean I in fairness don't really like her anyway oh. and I think if she was going to be there she needed to be a much lighter character than she was I still think she does that broody thing that she does yeah, she was very intense and I think to compliment him being that character they needed if you're going to write someone in write someone who's the complete opposite of that and I don't know that she was enough so you were you think somebody who's a bit has a bit more levity or is a bit more yeah like just had jovial. a bit more spirit I don't know that yeah I think she yeah because it's hard seemed... to describe her character really. yeah what was, like she, she was like the character in Carol, was, but without the fringe and the fabulous yeah, clothes. Like no, the, ca- no the character in Carol was was very well written. No, but this one wasn't badly written. She was just no, she was. What she, name she two only, things about she that only character? She served the function of she only served the function of being a plot device. But that's it. There was no character. She was a student, and she loved Dev Patel. <laughs> Yeah. Those yeah. were her two defining characters. She moved from New York to Melbourne. Um, but can we go and to then... Spoiler Street? I want to talk about something. Okay, we're going on to Spoiler okay. Street now. Turning on. This is your five-second warning. <laughs> oh, I've never been to we... Spoiler Street. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. It's what beautiful. do you think? Um, is it everything you expected? What's the postcode. <laughs> it's a SP01. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Kathy. Spoil it away. Okay. Firstly, I was so confused by the geography. He seemed to flip between Melbourne and Hobart, like. Every two minutes? No, no. He was only in Hobart at the. He was only in Melbourne for the first. Yeah, scene. when he was in university, he was in Melbourne. And then, then he moved. They moved on, back they to Hobart. Hobart. Oh, so she lived in Hobart too. Yeah. Okay, that because made a bit obviously more sense. you'd move from New York to Hobart. <laughs> yeah, I mean we've been in Hobart, right? It's a great <laughs> city, but for a day maybe. Um, why? Okay, that make, that cleared that up for me because I just kept getting confused, and then. Tessa, this is the part of the podcast where Kathy gets into <laughs> nitty-gritty, nitpicky details about things. Um, oh, I forgot about... Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about... Um, in sport, and we had to do it in Sporter Street. So he, both brother characters are really interesting. So I felt like the brother, the adopted brother in Australia, got a hard time in the movie. Yeah. And I wonder how much of that is accurate or is it I from this guy's perspective? any reference. Like, I knew he had a brother... But aside from that, I hadn't heard anything else about him, so I was surprised by that too. That because yeah, it was really difficult. difficult, yeah. And it Very made sense. I mean, if he's adopted and he's got like, because um, yeah, I mean, Saru had a terrible, had a lovely childhood until the last two months before yeah. he was adopted. Yeah, but and we it don't know that. It's almost uh, too good to be true, as to have slipped into that life seemingly easily. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So was I have a question? Was that the same boy who we saw banging his head I against? Don't know. I, I don't I know. I think it was a different name. I think it was a different. Boy. I think it was yeah, a different. Yeah, I think boy. so too. But they did when he was banging his when he was banging the knife against his head. I did have that thought, but I'm it sure seems, they had different names. Yeah, like it seemed a little bit too. Yeah, it would have been too obvious. Too convenient. Yeah. And then what did you think about the bit in Calcutta when we think, because it's a PG movie, but it was kind of implied a woman picked him up and oh, was grooming him for a Oh, very much heavily firing. implied, yeah. That was for shocking. Sure. And yeah. all the stuff with the kids was just so the sad. The kids being picked up was surely for I nefarious know. reasons. And it well. was terrible to think this poor kid, he can't speak the language, he's trying to get help and no one will speak to him. That's Yeah, I mean, that's like quite a shocking thing to think about. It's like so if shocking. there was a kid on the street here like that would never at a happen. train station trying yeah. to buy a ticket... Here. Not only would people not be pushing him out of the way, but people would be trying to help. Yeah, and I think that but just they're saying there's 80,000 homeless exactly. kids in the streets well, of India. Well, here's the thing. We like to, we like to think that. 80,000 go missing is that statistic. Oh there's like gosh. 2 million homeless or something. Oh, really? That's yeah, insane. I thought, can we, can we talk about how I think that, that movie did a lot for highlighting, well, poverty. There's only so much you can do, but it really put you in that position of yeah, poverty. It made you, didn't you feel like it. made it you was, feel it. It, it was yeah. because it was all, all the stuff in India was experienced by Indian people. Yeah. And interestingly, right before it, we saw a trailer for something that looked terrible with Gillian Anderson and um, the guy from Downton Abbey about white people in India. Yeah. And it looked like Downton Abbey, but set yeah. in India. They need to go and watch Lions. Yeah, it looked terrible. <laughs> um, and then the other thing that was so sad was his his real life brother died on the same day. Yeah. Like the same day, I know. Shocking. But it that makes was, sense. I didn't know that at all. It makes such perfect sense, yeah. And I, I, I would never would have put that together. Yeah. I just thought that the, that the kid, oh. Saru, woke up really quickly and got straight on a train almost because he was disorientated and the brother just hadn't come back I yet. Think, yeah, I think they made that seem like it happened quite quickly. Yeah, and again, just because I'd like heard the story before, I knew it was like, like it's some a good period twist. of time. But yeah. Um, and then so also, sad. what did you? It was so sad. And what did you guys think of? Um, I was a bit confused in Tessa. The footage at the end might be footage you've seen before. Yeah. So in real life, did the the Australian parents go back with him? Just the mum went back with him. Yeah. So the so what we saw at the very end, the real life footage, footage was that the, the first time they met. Minutes. Yeah. Mm. So sixty minutes flew with him when he flew. So I think Saru went by himself initially. Oh, good. Like so he did do it on his own. Okay. Yeah. And then he took his mum back with him. Oh, because I was thinking, God, they really left that off. Yeah. So there was a film yeah, crew I with him. Yeah, I felt like it did end quite quickly, actually. I, I sort of, in my head, thought there must have been that he'd go back to Tasmania. There'd be a bit more of a resolution with Lucy. And that his mum would say, can, can I come with you to meet her? Yes. I, I'm kind of glad that we didn't we didn't, we didn't see yeah, Lucy I don't think again. It I don't think we needed more scene, Lucy. The reunion scene was so beautiful. Oh, yeah. so beautiful, and she was an excellent actress as well. That, that was the same girl that was yeah. the young mum. Just it was like good, yeah, good makeup. God, she was yeah. incredible. Yeah. And it was so. There was another scene where we were just like, "What a dick!" When he when he met all his uni friends, and one of them went. Your mother couldn't read or write, and she was a labourer. I was like, mm, I don't think yeah, that goes a be. dick. Yeah, that one, like one guy, I was like, you could have spread all those negative comments <laughs> out know. amongst the group. And also, I was like, it's a bit ridiculous. Their first day in uni, um, first day of uni, meets the love of his life, makes a load of Indian friends, is invited to an <laughs> yeah. Indian party that because night, like, and begins his flashbacks. Well, it so might have been his first day. All, like this might, might might be the case, but. It seemed like a lot of Indian people in that, in one, that one hospitality class, class yeah. in Melbourne. Yeah. And then, uh, like, literally that one night, he's like, it seems like the 20 years he was living perfectly happily in between when we Change, saw him and he yeah. came back again. And then he saw one Indian food. I guess he probably would never have been exposed to Indian culture, really, though, being in Hobart in the 80s. I think you have to yeah. forgive it some dramatic... Uh, oh, yeah, I totally forgive it. And I also, yeah, I mean, I don't think it needed 
it could have been any longer. Like I think it was long enough. So. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a, a perfect length. The yeah. um, so beautiful. I must say we were talking about that in Nicole Kidman uh, monologue earlier that Kathy was rustling yeah. her popcorn bag <laughs> through. Um, that didn't really work for me at all, to be honest. No, I, thought, I think it fell a bit flat as yeah. well. I felt it just felt really forced. It's like, it's like, and and also I personally was averse to that character's description of like a vision of a 12 year old of a brown Which boy I think from memory is apparently what happened but oh sure it is well, but what's wrong with us I don't know she sounds like the kind of person who like believes in angels and shit so first of all my mother <laughs> believes in angels so I'm going to send her this podcast and she won't get done send it again. to her she'll be listening secondly, to this secondly what is wrong with a woman dreaming of adopting a child no we nothing I thought she was a lovely character and I, and I thought the whole the, the movie was um made me want to adopt I'll be honest I thought for, for, for all the reasons she said but it was just this the whole this is a conversation we'll have to have off the podcast yeah I, I think. didn't know I yeah I don't think it had, all had to happen no let's adopt I've just decided <laughs> let's also, adopt an Dev, Indian child away, so Dev, Patel, <laughs> Dev Patel thought that his mother um, was infertile for 25 years it never came up in conversation yeah. before that yeah but I guess it's not something you ask like maybe uh, yeah especially as a boy I think we need to point out that apparently our upstairs neighbours have moved out but there's lights on in there so unless someone new has moved in <laughs> sorry I'm just spying on our neighbours and I'm pretty sure she can hear you <laughs> so um, good job um, yeah so we need to wrap up anyway but verdict is we all love it yeah everyone should I go really see it. it yeah bring yeah. a po- box of tissues but don't bring a packet of popcorn unless yeah. you're, unless you're uh, as, as hard as nails yeah like Tessa. Tessa I'm really disturbed that she's sleeping in her house now I feel like we've <laughs> a monster she might, she might murder us <laughs> I feel nothing <laughs> alright uh, bye everyone thanks for listening and uh, thanks Tessa for yeah, coming, thanks, Tessa. coming all the way over me. from Australia yeah. to guest with us <laughs> yes, to she, judge accents <laughs> she flew right over from Sydney first thing this morning yeah. alright um, if you think uh if you watch the movie and you think that uh, Dev Patel's Australian accent was also up to scratch, uh, let us know on Twitter at the cinema. Also, how attractive he is, he is on a scale of one to ten. Yeah, I never fancied him before this no, movie. He's hot now. Okay, do you want to do you want to make a Twitter poll of, about how attractive Dev Patel is in this movie? I'm happy for you to run this one. <laughs> no, I, I mean accent's a better poll. I think accent's a better poll. Also, everyone would agree he's hot, so yeah. it would be a waste of a poll. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and also only me and Tessa would vote on it. Perfect. And stay tuned for uh, Kathy and Tessa's uh, special extra <laughs> Bachelor podcast. Oh yeah, we've got coming go. up soon. We've got two hours to watch tonight, and it's already about. <laughs> 10.30. No, no, 10 past 11. Oh, nice. Okay, bye. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.